are. Way too long. It's been longer for us than it's been for the audience because I've been putting out. We, we, you and I batch recorded a bunch of episodes when we were together in California last month. Mm-hmm. Um, so for for us in real life here in reality, it's actually been a while. But I don't think we could have picked a better stopping and starting point because it it almost feels like a new season. I like, know everything changed. So it feels quickly. like thirty three percent of a new season. Thirty three percent. A man's worth is determined by. Is it his career? I his can't... job, I think, is what it his said. His job. Yeah, okay. episode 15. Um, yeah. And it opens with a particularly useful this week uh, recap of last time. So, obviously, we had two people dip. Um, mm-hmm. we, we lost Risiko and Kenny. Still a little heartbroken about Risiko, but that feeling is canceled out <laughs> by how excited I am that Kenny's gone. The peanut gallery didn't give a fuck that they were gone. They I mentioned know. it for like half a second. You're right. <laughs> they They almost didn't talk about it. No, they just were like, oh, we're happy to have new members. Right. And that was it. Well, we got our wish, though, Noelle. Yeah. That's like, it, we got what we wanted. It. Yeah, it's true. Um, I do. I did like the recap section primarily for one moment, um, which was, I, I don't think I've ever seen Yamachan laugh as hard as when they were talking about these two new people and how we've only seen the bottom half of their face. And, uh-huh. and uh, Yu says, like... Yeah, we've only seen the bottom half of the Italian guy's face. We we don't know what the top half looks like. His forehead might be this high. And then Yamachan laughs the hardest I've ever seen. He like falls over. He, I think he was so tickled by it that in fact they cut away to some B-roll of the show and talk about something else. And then when it comes back to Yamachan, he still wants to talk about it. He's like, so what are we gonna do? But what if that is well for real? Wouldn't that be funny if that was how it was? Um I just love seeing someone as funny as him. It, there's nothing better than when somebody who you don't necessarily think of as a funny person and somebody who doesn't speak up very often says something insanely funny and catches you off guard with it. That's the best. It, truly. Yeah. Yamachan just has his own sense of humor and just r- runs with it. Yeah. you. I could tell that he almost thought it was funnier than she did. Like Definitely. Even that, that imagery. Now we know a little bit more about what he finds funny. So <laughs> the, the first thing in this episode is uh, Kaori has this this gallery thing that they had alluded to in the last one. Oh, yeah. Really great turnout. Good for her. Yeah, good on her. I like her art. (laughs) I was actually... So this is my debate. Mm -hmm. I liked her art before she bashed herself in, like, a few episodes ago. She was like, oh, I didn't go to art school. Like, I don't actually have skills. Ever since she said it, I've been slowly, like, not liking her art as much. Ooh, interesting. But I think it's because she said all those things. Right. It made you... Well, because art is so subjective that... it, the minute you hear the artists themselves talk shit about themselves, you're like, oh, maybe you're right. I don't know, dude. Yeah, um, I don't know. It wasn't a good move. I, th- I think it was just like, for some reason, seeing the... Because in my mind, her stuff was like, I'm not an art critic, so this is going to sound insanely uneducated. <laughs> but it was a little scribbly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that was my memory of it, at least. And then when they cut away to the B-roll in the gallery scene of her art, I was like, oh, I this is appealing to me for some reason. I like this. I think her work is very translatable to like commercial work, like yeah. advertising and like media, but maybe not so much fine art. Yeah, but, it's almost weird to yeah. see it in a gallery setting because it's a lot of it's just like, here's a bag with a brand name on it that I drew. And I'm like, exactly. It's almost not what you expect to see in a gallery, but but good yeah. on you. you should, the, the turnout says otherwise. Exactly. So like my word doesn't mean much. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like the scene immediately after that where Haruka and Ruka are sitting in the kitchen and Haruka has to explain to Ruka what a typhoon is? 
No, I don't remember that. Okay. What? It's like they're just sitting. It's you can almost. It's easy to miss, but they're sitting around. Like Haruka says something like, "Oh yeah, it's about to rain <laughs> a lot this week." And Ruka's like, oh, word, yeah. And she's like, yeah, there's supposed to be a typhoon. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's raining. I heard it was going to rain. She's like, yeah, but it's like a typhoon, though. And he's like, is that like, is that a type of rain? Does that mean it's going to rain? And she's like, yeah, it means it's going to rain. Speaking of, like, dumb shit Ruka says. That, that, like, later in- rename Terrace House dumb shit Ruka said for the rest of the season. I mean, that, that's Seriously. the whole episode, but... What were you going to say? Later in the episode, he asks if lettuce is edible. <laughs> and I knew like, you were going to notice that. I love that they kept that instead of cutting it, too. I was Such, like, what is this? You know, and it really, it's a nice reminder that that including, choosing to include something is, and choosing not to include something is just as much of a choice as choosing to include something. And the editor uh-huh. is, I mean, when you're editing a documentary, you're telling a story and they're telling a story about Ruka with the choices they make, whether it's him asking him holding up a totally normal piece of lettuce and being like, is this part edible? <laughs> and Shohei kind of politely being like, yeah, the whole the whole part's edible. It's a head of lettuce. He held up the whole ass lettuce like there's no other parts to the lettuce. <laughs> yeah, that, was just, that piece was identical to every other piece of lettuce. There, there was so many funny Ruka moments, like uh, inadvertently funny Ruka moments this episode. Uh, I, there's a couple more that stood out to me. Uh, <laughs> Haruka accidentally signing uh, her and Shohei and Ruka up for what she thought was an acting class, but was actually a stage fighting class is like a sitcom level oh, yeah. comedy premise. And I loved it so much. I wonder if that was very purposeful or if she genuinely made a mistake because so, it was too good of a match. It's weird. I This scene might be my highlight of the episode because <laughs> we get an amazing scene of Shohei's. The scene he wants to perform is this other dude in the class. Shohei slept with the dude's girlfriend and <laughs> then wins the fight. <laughs> um, but, but better than that, I think, is Haruka's stage fighting scene, which is, I guess, two siblings fighting over one sister eating the other sister's flan <laughs> pudding. Um, yeah which is that wait did they say pudding i think so yeah ah. pudding is like japanese flan right right yeah That's their girl. pretty different from mexican flan yeah but they yeah. look really similar they do they've got that like it's the tan sort of trapezoid <laughs> with the, <laughs> the brown top. yes that's, that's, that's shout outs to Angie. That's her. That's her work right there. I miss pudding. Fuck. I don't think I've ever had a, a pudding you, in Japan. You can't really get it here. Yeah, they have it everywhere in Japan. Every grocery store. It's so good. Fuck. I forgot about pudding. Damn. So this is the first episode we've recorded since I went to Japan for like a month. So. Oh yeah. There might be some. Hopefully that comes up in some way. I did <laughs> a lot. Like I, I'm getting better at landmarks. Like when there's they meet up at the Haraju. They. There's a broad, like, wide shot of Harajuku, and they show the station. I'm like, oh, I was, Aww. I was uh, drunk there in a minion costume. So like, jealous. A month and a <laughs> half ago. Um, so uh, the stage fighting class, though, there's the three things, right? Shohei's scene where he uh, fights a stranger. Haruka's scene where she's like fighting with a person playing her sister, and then Ruka's scene. I want to know your <laughs> what was your reaction to that. Oh, it was kind of sad. <laughs> it was really sad. You can just see a self-confidence like through the screen and it's, it's not very good. I all I wrote in my notes was in all caps, "Oh no, Ruka can't act." <laughs> Cuz oh. his fighting was what I mean, it was also bad, but that he couldn't not laugh during like I he's know. so nervous and and maybe maybe it's unfair to like 
it's probably his first ever time being asked to act or perform in front of a group. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's totally normal that he would do shitty at it and not like be a savant on the first go. But man, if it wasn't a fucking hashtag Ruka moment, <laughs> it was brutal. Oh, no, I mean, at least they're helping him grow. Totally. I, I, I felt yeah. that way about Ruka's growth, like in, in general. This, like, it's nice that he when him and Shohei were talking after the class, Ruka mentioned that he is seriously considering taking English classes uh, to make steps towards his totally insane, never going to happen dream. Um, <laughs> and that's good. Like that's, that's character development, baby. Yeah. I just hope they're not trying to like, not that it's the wrong direction, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it's what he really wants for himself and he might feel all this pressure, but I think I'm worrying too much about him. Yeah. Well, I, to me, it's like, even if his dream is preposterous, I think it's yeah. good for him to be making concrete steps. Like learning English is going to be yeah. useful. Even if you don't get cast in Spider-Man four, ruka man or whatever <laughs> that's very true so, it's I, I think these it's just good to see him just not sitting around on his butt wishing he was doing something cool you know that's true i mean he did become a lot better at cooking even though he doesn't know if lettuce is edible <laughs> yeah i can't but. oh we I, i'm glad we get to talk about his cooking I'm, I, something tells me it'll come up again later in this this podcast um when they were like recapping the the fighting class like when him and shohei were talking yeah he was like, oh, like, talking about how Haruka thinks that or taking t- takes his words differently than he means. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, it was as if she was saying I want to be Superman when I grow up. He's like, he's like, like yeah, that, that'd be that's crazy. Literally what you, that's literally what you said. Just no, replace Superman Noel, with Spider-Man. He really wants to be Spider-Man. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not like he wants to do something crazy like be Superman. <laughs> Superman can fly and flying isn't real. Spider-Man got bit by a radioactive spider. He can't fly. He's it's not he doesn't want to be someone magical. He just wants to be Spider-Man from off the movies and comic books. Shit, you're right. You're <laughs> right. Not, being Superman would be unrealistic cuz first of all you have to be born on another planet called Krypton and you, anyways, <laughs> protect protect Ruka at all costs. Yeah, we we have it's it's easy to goof on him and I think the show to some degree goofs on him, but I it it comes from a place of love, I think. <laughs> at least on our end. Yeah. Yeah. Um that, that conversation not so much on there. No, maybe not. Um the, the combo that, that Shohei and Ruka had afterwards, I I had this weird relationship with that conversation where I sat there and I was like it was just Shohei like kind of talking about, yeah, man, we must seem real lazy to the other people in the house. Like we <laughs> uh, like they just kind of commiserating about how they've been scolded by everyone else. And I remember coming away from mm-hmm. that conversation thinking, Man, I like Shohei a lot. And then it cuts to the peanut gallery being like they're wrong <laughs> like they i know they were bashing him yeah and, and in hindsight i see what they were talking about because shohei and ruka were kind of complaining that all the girls in the house like are obsessed with men having like a strong career and and in hindsight i probably agree with him that that's not the case and and in fact that the girls in the house are just trying to get clarity out of these dudes out of their motivation if any and what their goals are if any like I don't think they're like yeah. some sort of careerist gold diggery types. I think they're more just like, what are y'all doing with your life? Not the gold digger thing, but in terms of Kaori, I feel like she does hone in on the career thing. For sure. Not so much the other two girls, yeah. though. Yeah. Well, what's, but... what's interesting is, so, I mean, I we'll get to this, but I think, I think Shohei and Ruka are going to have to step it up because there's some fucking competition in the house and it needs to be there. We got to... <laughs> We'll, we'll 
We can get to him now, I guess. Or we can get to the the first cast member who we meet. So this is probably the latest title screen we've ever had in the show. I, yeah. I checked the clock. The title screen appeared 13 and a half minutes into this episode. <laughs> like that's They don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's not a title screen anymore, dude. If your show is like half an hour or whatever, you put the title screen 13 minutes in. That's a commercial break. That's the second commercial break. Um, they really don't give a fuck. But we uh, we met a new member. You wanna you wanna give her the introduction? Emmy, Emmy. I mean, I don't have a lot of thoughts on her yet. Yeah, same. Because she didn't like express much of her personality no. yet. No, I I almost I almost have nothing to say about Emika other than that. Literally, she's cute. Yeah, and, she's cute. And, and, and everything else I have written down here is just talking about other people's reactions to Emika, basically. Like yeah, like Shohei calling out Ruka being nervous in the kitchen, which. I mean, he was 100% right. Ruka was visibly nervous, but don't say it. We've had some pretty big fights this season about that exact shit, so... I mean, Ruka is always nervous, but I feel like Shohei was even more nervous than him, considering Shohei's usually not nervous. Yeah, maybe that's why he... That might be why he did it, because I felt the same way. You could see him turning red even behind his his face mask there. Yeah, he was, like, speechless, which I've never seen that from him. Totally. So he probably really is into her. It was kind of fun to see the, like, confident, cocky guy caught off guard like that. Yeah, yeah, I want more of that. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Also, how did you feel about him telling her that she smelled nice? <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. And then she was like, "Oh well, I'm, that's weird. I'm not wearing any perfume." And then Coyote yeah. just like turns around. It was so super <laughs> awkward. Also, she said it must be uh, your imagination, which almost felt. And I'm probably reading too much into it, but it was kind of like, "Yeah, oh. I know you think I'm cute." Like it was oh like because of course he's he's hallucinating that she smells good. He's so visibly. <laughs> uh sprung <laughs> or she People just feel- really smells good yeah maybe she just naturally smells good but either way struck me as a odd thing to say in the first hour of meeting somebody yeah um ruka ruka asks her speaking of things that i i wouldn't ask somebody right away ruka asks her about her blood type which is which is a cultural difference that i think american listeners might not be clued in on yeah yeah no that's something pretty normal to ask in like you know, it's like, what's your horoscope? What's totally. your blood type? Because they have all these personality traits linked to your different blood type. And mm-hmm. so they use it in the similar way as horoscopes here. Um, yeah, I know. I don't know my blood type because I, I think, think I do either. Japanese doctors like automatically test for it. I don't know if it's when you're born, probably mm. when you're born and they tell you your blood type then and there. But in America, Figure out what personality your baby's going to have. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Um. But anyway, I felt the same way that you did, though. I, I that in this first this first handful of scenes with um with Emika, it felt like Ruka and Shohei were kind of vying for her attention, especially in that scene where they're all sitting around eating tacos. Like it, it just felt like they were both clamoring for for <laughs> her her eye. Like at I least mean, that's I, how it, I don't blame them. For, yeah, true. They were just complaining how like. The members made them feel like they were worthless. And then now right. there's a new girl, so... Who doesn't have any preconceived notions. She doesn't know all the shit about them that's boring. Exactly. Start, start from scratch. Um, I, in the, did you notice that in when they go up to the playroom, when Ruka's giving her the house tour, uh, Ruka tells her about the playroom, like, oh yeah, we used to watch episodes of Terrace House together in here. <laughs> like, used to. Like, they don't anymore. I didn't realize he said it in the past tense. Like, Yeah. That. I, I thought wonder. that was interesting. I wonder if it was the translation. Could be, could be, and it also could be that they were not talking about this season. Um, they could be talking about they used to watch past seasons together or something. I don't really know. I just, uh, I always, I the way my brain works, I like hone in on 
anything that gives me a clue about <laughs> what life is like when the cameras aren't rolling. Like, yeah. And I'm, the idea that they watched the show together and then stopped is like really interesting to me. I would stop. I, it would be painful to watch it with them. Yeah. That first one they watched together, there were some scenes where I was like, are they really going to sit around? I think we talked about this in the episode. Like they're really going to sit around and watch these conversations that they privately had about each other play out. Like that's so crazy. I physically could not handle that. I know. I know. And maybe, maybe they reached the same conclusion. Yeah. Which is almost a healthy choice. <laughs> yeah, probably the right move. I think yeah. it'll make for uh, healthier relationships all around. Because every ever since that scene, every time someone has like talked shit about someone else, I've been like, oh, in about eight weeks when this episode airs, it's going to be an awkward day in the house. I I also <laughs> I also have to say that when they were up on the roof. And Ru- I thought Ruka was doing an okay job of talking to Emika. And then when he like winced and hid from a fucking moth, my my pussy dried up, basically. He was doing so good, too. Yeah. I know. I know. And then it was just just all uh... down the drain. He made it <laughs> He made it 13 minutes and five seconds into <laughs> meeting this girl without her realizing that he's actually a one-year-old child dressed he... up in like a, a man suit. Even Tori Chan was turned off by that. I think that was the last straw. That's how you know you fucked up. Because yeah. she's, she's been so <laughs> over the moon smitten for him for giving everything else for 15 episodes. And that's the thing where she was like, all right, I got to I gotta draw the line somewhere. I mean, Screaming because there's a butterfly near you or whatever. Might be exaggerating a little bit. but Yeah. I mean, you, you don't need like, you don't have to be masculine to be attractive, but like a moth. Like, it's, come on. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Um, and then we meet, uh, we meet the male, the new male castmate. Pepe. 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 We got a rare Pepe in the house. (laughs) Fucking Giuseppe, right? Oh, that's how you say it. Yeah, but everyone's just going to call him Pepe. So I think we call him Pepe. Yeah, I like Pepe. We called, we called Kenny, Kenny for, for 14 episodes. So I think nicknames (laughs) tend to stick in this house. Kenny got Um, to be Kenny, so. Yeah, so Pepe gets to be Pepe. What's your what's your initial knee jerk reading on Pepe? Um, I feel like I have a newfound excitement now. Yeah, I'm gonna watch the next episode immediately now. I know. Oh, I'm so glad to hear you say that because I felt yeah. exactly the same way. It, it, yeah, the the presence of of him and to a lesser extent, um, uh, Emika, like really has reinvigorated my excitement about this show. It's mm-hmm. kind of a different show now, and and mm-hmm. and like I predicted, it is making me feel weird in some ways to see like a foreigner even if he's not american to see a foreigner in the house is like it's breaking part of the the illusion for me how do you feel about it because last episode you were kind of dreading it (laughs) yeah i feel better about it now than i did then okay but i will say that like part of the appeal of terrace house from the beginning for me has been seeing something that i could never see in real life which is seeing how japanese people interact with one another when there's not a foreigner in the room Mm -hmm. and and for the for the uh, rest of the time that Pepe's on the show, that won't quite be true, um, and not fully at least. Mm-hmm. And so it'll change the it'll change the dynamic of the show. I think naturally, nobody really seems to be talking about the fact that he's a foreigner, like other yeah, than people weirdly. asking if he was raised in Japan. Which well, actually, that's something I wanted to ask you about. How's knee jerk reaction? Like, how does his Japanese sound to you? It's really good. He has a thick ass accent. But really? in terms of vocabulary, he has a really good vocabulary. Mm. Yeah. What'd you think about the shoe moment? Um, <laughs> I mean, I like that it's a big deal. Cause yeah. I guess living in America doesn't seem like it would be a big of a deal as they made it. So I, th- I thought more so their reaction was funny than him doing it. 
Totally. I also think that, I mean, maybe he was half kidding, but the on the peanut gallery, Yam, uh, Yamachan's <laughs> theory that it was an intentional icebreaker is complete horseshit. I, yeah, no. Pepe, Pepe seemed so sincerely embarrassed. Like, he was still talking about it, like, at the end of the conversation. Like, God, I still can't believe I did that. Yeah. It, I don't think your first move being on the show would be fake also. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't strike me as insincere or tactical in that way. Like, no. I, I kind of trust him a lot so far. He's too nerdy to, like, be nerd, like, a fake to me. Yeah. Do you think he's cute? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> to say. I think he's cute in the way that, like, uh, white guys who live in Japan think that they're they're supposed to look like when, <laughs> when he when he casually dropped that he was going to keep working as a model to support himself on the side i'm like fucking of course you are dude because yeah, he's got easily. he's got the superficial like what like what you see in a ad walking around like yeah like a motesando you'll see like a, a ad for a uh perfume or something and it's a long-haired white dude with stubble and he's fully doing the look yeah if you're generically good looking and like over like five ten mm-hmm. and white in Japan, then you can definitely live off of being a model easily. Totally. Yeah. Also, what planet does this show take place in where the world is like seventy percent models? Like, <laughs> if we broke it, if we did the math on it, like so many people on Terrace House are models. I like know. that's that's an alternate dimension. But I know it all makes sense. Thing- At least they mixed it up a little bit more this season. True, true. Yeah. This is inter- This is the most interesting thing that that's happened this season, arguably. And um, yeah, I, it's it's cool to hear that his Japanese is good. I'm really curious how his English is. I want to hear him speak English. I know, because yeah, I was thinking too. I was like, so he speaks Italian and Japanese. English might be even worse than the Japanese. No, I doubt it. People in it's Europe hard to can say. speak like seven languages. So <laughs> right, that's my thinking too. I hope we get to hear it at some point because it's, I've I've never had the experience really of getting to know an Italian person, and while never hearing them speak English once. You know, like mm. it's just interesting to see a bilingual guy where neither language true. is in English. That sounds very maybe, maybe that's just me being like a closed-minded <laughs> American, but like. When I think bilingual, my brain fills in the gap as English being one of the two. And and this is a cool twist on that for me. I mean, he's only lived in Japan for four years and he's pretty much fluent. So he must, he must be have been studying in, in Italy, right? Oh, probably. Yeah. Hmm. I want to know more about like how he got to Japan, got into like being a manga artist, etc. I know. I know. He fucking he talked about that he was just cold calling publishers which is so sick i'm like how does that work though like really made me respect him can you just cold call in this day and age a publisher and actually an answer well he said it was interesting because he said something that kind of mirrored i was talking to this guy for one of my youtube videos i interviewed this guy brian matt who's been living in japan for like 20 or 30 years Mm -hmm. he he said something i did like a follow-up to my video Mm-hmm. where I was playing Super Monkey Ball and just having a Skype <laughs> conversation with him. Yeah. And it was like an hour long. And uh-huh. it was we talked about everything, including him getting drunk with Viggo Mortensen and running from guys chasing them with baseball bats. Oh, my God. What? It was <laughs> it was nuts. It was a crazy conversation. I loved it. Uh, more to come, possibly, on that. But one of the things he said was that he has found that... Um, let me make sure I get this right. Uh, in In America, you have to prove yourself... 
and then you'll be given a chance when it comes to an employer. Whereas in Japan, he's found that they'll give you a chance and mm-hmm. then you're expected to prove yourself. And oh, that yeah. that's mirrored in what, what Pepe said about so crazy saying Pepe, it's, <laughs> it's, but it's mirrored in what he said about like call, cold calling these publishers and then giving him a shot and actually like even Shohei seemed a little surprised that they would check out his stuff, but, but they did. Yeah. That's, that's interesting what your friend said. Cause what I hear a lot too is like, it's really easy to get into college Oh, wait, no, no, no. I heard it's really, really hard to get into college. And then once you're in it, you don't have to do shit. In Japan? Yeah. Oh, interesting. And then I heard the same for jobs, but I don't know. Actually, what your friend said is like the opposite of what I just said. (laughs) So I don't (laughs) know. (laughs) Interesting. Um, Did you catch... So this is what I was alluding to earlier. Um, When they're sitting around the table having their introductory drinks mm-hmm. and, and and pepe says that he's 26 it cuts to a shot of of emika's reaction in that moment oh yeah i did notice that yeah so i don't maybe that's the camera playing tricks on me but my early prediction is that we are setting up for a emika pepe romance and yeah one she said she likes older guys and he's like what six years older than her mm-hmm. um two she said she likes pursuing guys and he's explicitly said that he's like kind of shy oh, and yeah. not like a flirty womanizer type yeah like all it seems like just based on this we've seen them interact for five minutes tops but the ingredients are there for uh for something the peanut gallery thinks that him and haruka are gonna get together though which that's right they met. said they, what, they described haruka as a classic a classic beauty yeah <laughs> i don't t- i don't totally know what they meant by that <laughs> i don't honestly i don't either they also said she looked like she'd be popular like abroad like she'd be popular with foreigners i can see thing that I... because what does that mean like she's into like the drag racing she's into golf oh. like, i can see the interest lining up okay you see, so it's like a personality thing is how you you read I, that i think so yeah mm. And she has kind of a stronger personality. And, like, I think in Japan, like, women are seen more as, like, not so strong, you know? So... Yeah, so it, maybe part of her too. appeal is that she's, like, she almost acts... Like, she almost behaves more like a like a foreigner than... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than yeah. the rest of the girls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would love to see her and Emmy just, like, fight over him. And, like, she can have, like, 2.0, like, cat fight with emmy yes yeah <laughs> fuck man i mean that's that's the thing the world is our oyster at this point like the this house is set up in such a way they got the odd number of people and all that like yep it's the math is just perfect and we're gonna get to see drama which is like so exciting yeah. i'm so i'm i'm with you i'm down to watch the next one right after yeah this. i'm gonna watch the next one um, after this also uh hi- <laughs> Oh, what? What were you going to say? When they were drinking the beer together, they I think they mm-hmm. like, all had ice in their beer. Which, really? Which, is that a thing in Japan? I'm so confused. They all had ice in their beer. I didn't see that this past month, and I encountered a lot of beer. That's weird to me. That is, that is weird. I'll, I'll go back and check, check on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really liked uh, <laughs> when he rang the doorbell to the house. And they're like, yeah, who is it? And he's like, hey, what's in Japanese? Hey, what's up, bro? It's me. It's your new housemate. What's up? How's it going? And then it cuts to a shot. This is definitely going to be the thumbnail of the episode. It cuts uh, to a shot of Kaori, like kind of cringing and making this like face. And then and then Joey being like, I don't know what I don't know what he said. 
Like, what did I, I couldn't understand what he said. I don't know if that was a thick accent thing or oh, his weird word choice, but that might be the, the verbal equivalent of leaving your shoes on in the house. He was so nervous that something crazy came out. <laughs> I think it's the combination of the accent and the word choice for sure. As like, yeah, a- accent, word co- choice, and then like shitty intercom. <laughs> the word choice, especially in Japan, like your first words there everyone else was so polite whereas he was mm-hmm. like what up guys like he's known <laughs> them for like a decade already well angie did a great job of picking english subtitles that communicated how overly <laughs> familiar his word choice was because yeah. i immediately got that <laughs> <laughs> that's the cool thing about being a foreigner in japan too is like you can bypass all those like formalities like even mm-hmm. i like i hate all those formalities of having to like be pol- I mean, not them saying being polite is a bad thing, but I just mm-hmm. can't do it. So, <laughs> yeah, <funny>. I feel <laughs> you. He, he's not. I also, <laughs> I, inversely, I, I, one thing that really won my heart about about Giuseppe mm-hmm. Pepe, Pepe, I guess, mm-hmm. is um, him saying that part of his reason for getting on the show was to like f- sort of combat Japanese stereotypes about Italian dudes. <laughs> like i thought that was such a i've never thought about that i'm sure it exists but i never crossed my mind but i guess so he the way that they described it was that the stereotype is that they're kind of very flirty or something first off like i was thinking about what do i know about italian people and Mm -hmm. i don't know much and i don't know what japanese people think of them other than they love their food Right. Well, that did come up. The one, the only real Italian stereotype we saw in this episode, Emika admitted that she thought that Italian dudes were flirty. And then everyone immediately started asking about what kind of delicious <laughs> pasta he can make. Oh, make me a big spaghetti. Ooh, so I guess carbonara. Yeah, there we go. There. And then immediately after that, he's like, by the way, guys, the reason I'm here is I want to fight stereotypes. <laughs> Point for Fucking... immediately. But they were like, you can cook, right? <laughs> I love, I love spaghetti. <laughs> It was cute also, he was encouraging Ruka and saying his pasta can be a staple. Bro, that was so fucking awesome. He did, It was so, like, it was a great piece of dramatic irony because they were, like, fucking with him almost, being like, hey, yo, Ruka likes making pasta, too. He's got this one dish called the broccoli pasta. And and he's Pepe says with complete sincerity, like, 100 years from now, broccoli <laughs> pasta will be a staple. I believe in you. Just like that's, that's carbonara. How, that's how, yeah, exactly. Just like how carbonara was invented. Um <laughs> Oh, I love him. Also, I also love Ruka being like, Chow is Italian? Oh, my God. Like, I didn't know if that was weird for him to not know that until everyone around the table was like, what language did you it's, think it was? I can't with this man. I really can't He's so dumb. It anymore. It's the best. I hope he never leaves. <laughs> I know. He's, I'm okay with him staying. He can stay forever in every season. Yeah. He can be just in, permanently a fixture. Yeah. Um, well, that was a great fucking episode of Tara's house. So pumped to be back to recording new ones and so pumped that we have these two new people in the house. Yeah. And also pumped that this VPN is working again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So for, I don't know if maybe people listening have or have not experienced it. Um, but there was a brief period of downtime where Netflix was blocking VPNs completely across the board. And then I reached out to, to our sponsor, to NordVPN, to ask about that. And they told me that they were working on a fix and that it would be deployed in the next couple of days. <laughs> and then, sure enough, they, they deployed it. a fix. And, and now I'm watching Terrace House on Japanese Netflix with a VPN again. So uh, NordVPN.org slash Terrace is our URL for 
uh, percentage. I don't remember. I don't remember this stuff. Just there's, that's the URL. Yeah. If you're listening to this, either you have it already or you're pirating the episodes or I guess you're it's after December 24th because they've announced the release date for part two of this season oh, in America have. and it's and it's Christmas Eve. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, I was worried we were falling behind, but apparently we're totally fine. I know we're totally fine. So uh, we'll just keep plugging away at these episodes. I think it'll be a breeze because I, I it's funny. The peanut gallery kind of referenced that things were getting slow in the house. This season did not feel slow to me. But now that we've got these people here, it's like a just a shot of adrenaline to the, the whole show. Yeah, the pace immediately changed. For sure. I'm looking on Japanese Netflix. So part three, episode one is already up. So there's yeah, new episode in two days. So they do new episodes weekly. So so American Netflix is a full oh, almost is right. almost a full part behind. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how they choose those release dates, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Just this has been Terrace House Mafia. Thank you for uh, listening. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, and uh, we'll do this again. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Do you want to record another? Yeah, the next one is called First Kiss. It has the words the word kiss in the title. <laughs> what? Which we haven't even seen a kiss yet in the show. Yeah, we yeah they're, they're, we're on zero kiss right now. Not counting... Either attempted kisses and porn kisses. <laughs> they don't count, no. Those don't count. Those are not. I'm so excited. <laughs> Alright, let's go watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Okay, should I hit you back up when I'm done? Yeah, yeah, let's do another one. Okay.